Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. As always, it is an honor to be here with you today. Now, today's episode is so exciting. It is episode number 52, which means this officially marks my one year of podcasting. Wow. I can't believe it's been a year already. For those of you who have been with me since the beginning, thank you. I love you. And for those of you who have come in along the way, or maybe you're just listening to the podcast for the very first time today, hello and welcome, and I love you. Hmm. Wow, I, I really cannot believe that it's been a year already. 52 episodes. You know, it feels like just yesterday I was just starting the podcast. I was trying to figure out what to name it and what to talk about. And well, would I even be good at this? I had so many questions running through my head and honestly, there was a lot of doubt there too. But I knew that this is something that I wanted to do. I wanted it, wanted to do it for at least a year prior to me actually taking the leap. Um, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I took that leap. I'm glad that I trusted my soul and the, and the direction that it was taking me and, and trusted my own skills and voice enough that I could show up here with my heart open and be able to talk to you and teach you and share with you. So again, thank you for being with me on this journey. It's been such an honor being with you for this first year. And I'm so grateful for you. Truly, I am so, so grateful. Because without you, there's there's no point in me being here. So thank you. So I wanted to share some lessons that I've learned over the past year. Some will be directly about podcasting and some will be about life and yeah, just a little bit of everything that I've really grown into over the past year that I've had to overcome, that I've learned. So, I mean, let's start with podcasting. You know, when I first started this podcast, I really was very afraid, you know, prior to prior to doing my podcast episodes, the longest I had ever spoken in a training was 13 minutes. And those 13 minutes that I did, honestly, I thought they were so hard. And I, as I was contemplating starting this podcast, I was just sitting there thinking to myself, how on earth am I going to be able to record a podcast episode? How am I going to have enough things to say? Will people even want to listen? So I had so many fears and judgments come up around myself, my skills, my abilities, but I moved through them. Now I have to say one thing that I did not do this alone. You know, a lot of people who do want to start podcasts feel like they have to do everything by themselves, producing the podcast, editing the podcast, naming it, not having any guidance or direction. And if you want to do it that way, good for you. Like if that's, if that's the way you're feeling called to do it, that's amazing. Now me personally, I knew that trying to figure all of the little things out by myself 
So where to post the podcast, how to get it on platforms, how to edit, how to get music, how to do my intro, everything. I knew that I'd get overwhelmed. And that's probably why I didn't start it for an entire year where I was just sitting and thinking about about the idea of it. And yeah, I, I really didn't want to get overwhelmed. So I got help and best decision I ever made. So many of you will not know this because I don't really talk about this on the podcast, but I have a podcasting team and they are absolutely incredible. I could not do this without them. They help me do my audiograms. They help me do my editing and everything. Um, They give me guidance as to like, where I can post things and how I can promote the podcast. They connect with, they help connect me with other people. And when I was first starting the podcast, they helped to give me direction and clarity as to what I wanted to name it, what I wanted to talk about, how I was going to show up for all of you, how to even start the first couple of episodes. So I got help and it was amazing. It was so amazing because it took all of the pressure off of me. All I had to do was show up in my heart and give you the best possible content, the best parts of me. So I'm forever grateful for them. They are amazing. Um, And if starting a podcast is in your future and you want help, just reach out to me and I will give you all of their information. And, um, yeah, just, I, I'm so grateful to all of them. And, you know, what's amazing about having this team that, that did help me is that when I had feelings of overwhelm, when I felt like I wasn't clear on maybe what I wanted to talk about, they helped guide me. They helped me write my intro, everything so that I could best connect with you. Now, here's something that you may or may not know, especially if if you've been listening with me since the beginning, you would have noticed this, but if you're new here, you wouldn't have, but I changed my introduction part of the way through. I think it was after, I don't want, I may, I want to say maybe 20 episodes or so where I no longer felt aligned with the way I was originally talking about the podcast, the kind of mission behind it. And there was part of me that felt a little guilty for wanting to change things up. Like maybe I'd somehow failed. But then the other part of me said, well, if this current messaging no longer aligns, then shift. What's the big deal? Shift. Because we all grow, we all change. So if you go back to my earlier episodes, my intro is completely different. Um, Even my outro ends up changing because I changed, I grew, and that's beautiful. And you know, this goes into every area of our life where so often we feel like we cannot change, where we're not allowed to change, where we have to do it once and get it right the first time. And you know, that honestly puts such unreasonable pressure on ourselves because we don't have to get it right. We're allowed to change. We're allowed to grow. So whether you are looking at starting a podcast or creating a course, or even just doing who knows, maybe like a free challenge or a video training, whatever you are trying to do to put your gifts out there in the world, don't feel like it has to be perfect. Don't feel like you have to figure it out and have it set in stone for the next 10 years or even one year. Give yourself the grace and the space to explore, to change, to grow. You know, I could have stayed with my original intro. I could have done that. But then moving forward, it still wouldn't have felt aligned to me. And honestly, I changed it quite a bit later than when I first got the intuitive hit to change it. Because again, that a little bit of that fear came up that I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to be perceived as less than in some way because I changed. So just know that you don't have to get it right, perfectly right the first time. And 
you know, it's been a very long time since I've listened to my beginning episodes, but I I can assure you that they're definitely not as good as the episodes that I do today. Just because I've grown. And, you know, once you do 52 episodes of a podcast and most of my podcast episodes are close to an hour. Um, so almost 52 hours of actual recording time and speaking time that changes you. It absolutely does. You can't help not grow from that. You're going to grow, you're going to change. So allow yourself to do so and have fun with it. I mean, what's, what's the point of doing all of this if we're not going to have fun with it? Now, you know, something that my, one of my clients was saying to me the other day is she's in the, in the process of starting her own VA business, starting her coaching business. And she was saying to me, I feel overwhelmed because I feel like I have to do all of these things. Like, I feel like I need to create a podcast and that's the last thing I want to do. Or I feel like I have to make click funnels and all of these different Instagram posts and Facebook posts. And I have to be on all of these platforms. And honestly, those are the last things I want to do. Like, I don't want to be that rigid. And what I told her, and I will tell you is that no matter what you are doing, follow your soul. So if your soul is saying like, you don't want to do a podcast or you don't want to have to post on Instagram every day because it doesn't feel aligned to you, or you want to do this over that, follow that. If something doesn't feel aligned, it's because your energy is not meant to go there at this point of time, at this point in time. Now, that's not to say you may not grow into it, but it's also not to say that that's where you're meant to go. For me, I started a podcast because I knew that I wanted to sit here and talk to you. Yeah, I had fears, but I knew that this is where my gifts were really going to shine, where I was really going to grow. I don't always like doing video, though that's starting to become more of my calling as well. I 100% do not do click funnels. Like that's just not where my gift zone is. I don't, that's not how my soul works. It's not how my soul works in business. So I followed what felt good to me and anything that didn't feel good, I let go of. And I let go of the belief that I had to do it a certain way. You know, when we, when we get caught in this trap of having to do something a certain way, we often miss out on the signs from, our, from the universe, from our spirit guides, from our own soul as to how we should be doing things that is actually aligned with us, aligned with our gifts, aligned with the way our soul works, the way our soul makes money, the way our soul attracts people. You know, a lot of people make the mistake of getting stuck in that and they, they listen to kind of more of a mainstream narrative of how things should be done. And that's the only way to do things because that's how this one person or all of these, these different people created success. And if that worked for them, that's amazing. But just because something works for someone doesn't mean it's going to work for you because we're all different. And remember too, that we have different gifts and we have different core energies. So the way somebody who's core masculine energy works in their life and business is very different from someone who's core feminine. Those are two completely different controlling energies. Now, again, we both have masculine and feminine energy within us and we need to utilize both energies but at our core, the way we are meant to run is different. So trying to do it the way everybody else does may not work for you. And that's okay. And this is where when you are going through life and you are learning things, this is where you can learn from many teachers and you take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Now, I will say the one exception to that is sometimes when we are learning a new skill that may align with us, we may still have fear and it may still feel hard, 
but there's still that expansive energy underneath it. We still know that this is the direction that we need to go. We can't grow without pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zones because when we're in our comfort zone, we're not growing. We're just maintaining status quo. So you're going to, you're going to have to try things. It might not come easy to you at first, but there's a difference between it not being aligned for you because it feels contracted versus it being aligned and expansive, but there's a little bit of uncertainty there or awkwardness there. Always listen to those underlying energies. If it feels like this is going to hold you back, that's not aligned. If it feels like even though it's hard, it's going to move you forward, that's aligned. Some things will come very easy to you and some things won't, and that's okay. And and here's the other thing is if you are trying to do something and it is just not working for you, but it's something that you know you need. So for example, like if you're building a website and you just do not, even with all of the best tutorials and the easiest templates, you just don't get it. It's not your cup of tea and you're wasting time on it instead of focusing on other areas. Outsource, get help. Just like what I did with the podcast. I knew that at this moment in time, I needed help with it and that I'm not in a position yet where I want to learn all of the backend stuff, where I want to produce my own podcast. So I got help. And what that did is it allowed me to focus on other things. It allowed me to focus on clients, on serving people, on creating these episodes for you over the last year. So if something is just not jiving with you, but you need to get it done, then get help for it. There's no shame in getting help. And honestly, getting help for something just empowers you. And it also empowers others. So never be ashamed to ask for help. And remember that whenever you ask for help, you invest in yourself, whatever, whatever you are doing, you, there's always going to be a really beautiful exchange with it. So whether you are doing healing sessions, whether you are getting help with website building, whether you are getting ha- having someone edit your podcast for you, whether you, you hire a coach to help guide you through the places that you're getting stuck to mirror things back to you to help you heal, whatever it is you are doing, whenever you invest in someone else's help. You're investing in yourself and you're freeing up time and struggle. And what you're also doing is accelerating your ability to grow, to change. We're not meant to do everything by ourselves. We're really not. You know, that's why when when you're raising children, they say it takes a village. Now, you're not always going to have somebody there every single day helping you take care of your children, but you'll have resources. Maybe you read parenting books. That's part of your village. Maybe you have a babysitter. That's part of your village. Your children eventually go to school. That's part of your village. Everything that helps you in your life, that's part of your village, whether it is a person, material, whatever it is. All of that is adding to your life. So never look at it like, oh, I have to spend this money or I have to take all this time, give this time up to get something. Rather than looking at what you are giving up, Look at what you're gaining because when we can take a step back and look at the beauty of all that we are gaining, it puts things into perspective and we are worth having more time. We're worth having help. We're worth the accelerated healing and accelerated 
movement, uh, movement forward in our life, whether that's in business and career and relationships, we're worth it. And if you feel like you're not, then go get help with that so that you can feel like you're worth it. Because let me tell you, you 100% are. So don't force yourself to do it alone. So, you know, another lesson that I have learned over this past year is how to really come into my heart when showing up to serve, when showing up to speak, and how to really connect on a deeper level with spirit. So every single episode that I do, including this one, I connect with spirit first. I connect with my spirit team. I connect with creator of all that is, God, source, spirit, universe. And I am channeling messages. I am making sure that whatever I am speaking about is in the highest and best good for all who are listening. You know, sometimes I don't even know in some podcasts what I say because I become so blended with spirit that it's not always just me talking. I'm actually receiving messages and relaying them to you. Some of the metaphors that have I've used on podcasts, they've dropped in and I have never used that metaphor in my life, but they've dropped in because that is how you will best understand it for that day. So I've really made this beautiful intentional practice of connecting with spirit so deeply so that I can show up with an open heart. And what that has also done is allowed me to talk about difficult topics, to educate, to look at alternative views, to potentially press pain points in a way that you can receive them, in a way that you can hear them, in a way that you can understand and be open to learning and healing. You know, there are some people out there that they teach and they, they'll talk about certain topics and it's very, very heated, very one-sided and there can end up being blame in there and their basically their wounds come through their triggers come through their shadows come through and there's nothing inherently wrong with that because it serves a purpose you know whenever we hear very polarizing things and and it's not to say that i haven't spoken about polarizing topics but when we hear when we hear things that are more polarizing or more dualistic, where they're more one-sided. There's a lot of maybe anger in it or passion. So it, what it does is it shifts something in us. It awakens something in us and it creates a reaction in us, whether it is in alignment with, with what they're talking about or on the opposite side where you're like, oh no, 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 honey. Like that's not okay. We're not talking about that. Or like that's totally not what I believe in. So it's beautiful when people do do that because it does trigger something in you and then you can examine what it's bringing up in you. Why are you in alignment with it? Why are you, or why are you against it? Why are you seeing the side you're seeing? What I've always aimed to do is take it one step further where I'm not just having polarizing conversations, I'm taking as much of a step back as possible and encouraging you to look at both sides. When you have the ability to look at both sides and understand both sides, even if you don't condone the actions of people or you don't agree with what someone is saying, 
if you have the ability to look at both sides and see why someone might be talking about a topic in the way that they are, what they might be feeling, what their wounds might be, what their beliefs might be, it gives you the ability to have more compassion and to help heal the world even more. Because here's the thing, when we when we are coming from our wounds and our triggers, even if we believe it's for the highest good, when we are coming from our wounds and our triggers and we cannot see the other side, it's just, it ends up being both sides throwing their wounds and triggers at each other. So that's where we get defensiveness. That's where we get arguments. That's where we get blame and shame. Now this doesn't always happen, but typically when we are coming from our wounds, that is for the majority of interactions, what does happen. But when you can take that step back into the role of the observer and you can understand both sides, and even if you don't agree, you can understand and have compassion, then it allows more healing to occur. And then defenses don't go up. There's no more back and forth lashing out. I mean, one party may still lash out, but you can just weather the storm in your divine masculine energy and you can do so with love now honestly i don't feel like we can fully do this open our heart have this observer role without having a strong connection to spirit. You know, even though I am very, so I'm, I'm very active in my spiritual practices and I'm very active in my healing. I don't, I don't just say God, source, spirit, just take, take this trigger away. I don't, I don't do that. I actually look at understanding why I might feel triggered, why I might be wounded in a certain area. And I work with spirit to heal myself, but I have on a conscious level, a deep understanding of why whatever's showing up in my life is showing up to be healed. So I believe that we have a lot of power as individuals to be able to step back into observer roles, to be able to heal, to be able to have kindness and compassion. But I feel like if we are missing that spiritual connection where we purposely connect with spirit, we purposely call in our guides, we call in creator, we call in that unconditional universal love if we're missing that, then we're not able to fully show up for whoever we are showing up for. So this has been a big lesson for me over the year where I've learned to channel more. And not everybody is meant to channel, though we all absolutely have the ability to. Some of us, it just comes more naturally than others. Other, others of us have to work at it. But having having really strengthened that spiritual connection has helped me in every area. It's helped my ability to speak, to teach, to connect into universal energies. It's helped me to love more, to understand more. And it's also helped me to feel peace and feel love, feel bliss in my own life. You know, although... I'm living here in this 3D world where I'm with all the other humans, just like you. And I mean, I'm, I'm sitting at a desk and I deal with everyday stressors because my connection to spirit is so strong, especially now. I don't get taken out by life the way I used to. And that in itself has been a big change over the past year because a year ago I was still getting taken out by life not as much as I used to but I was still getting taken out and now it's even less and I mean there's been stress throughout this entire year because of 
oh, political matters and viruses and all of that. But I haven't been taken out by it. I've actually had a really great year. And one of the reasons I have is because I've done the healing work on myself and my connection with spirit is so strong that I am able to transcend the everyday stresses. And that is where really developing your connection with spirit is so important because it allows you to show up better in every single area of your life. My relationships are deeper. My, again, my spiritual gifts are deeper. My ability to speak and teach is much stronger. I've done everything that I've been guided to do. Like I, when I started this podcast, I was not an energy healer. I am now. And the, the gifts I have around that are incredible. And I'm, I'm not saying that to be boastful, but they are. I am very grateful and I feel so blessed to have the gifts that I do to help people. And at the level that I'm, I'm able to do so, but I've worked on it, I've cultivated that connection and I've followed the prompts that I've been meant to follow, whether it's taking this course or that course, whether it's been practicing with these people, offering this, offering that. So that connection with spirit is amazing. And if you do not have that at this point in time, then start tapping into that. And if you need help tapping into that, connect with me. We can do healing, my, my coaching. I work on developing your spiritual gifts and healing your wounds and becoming the best version of yourself. So if, if you're wanting to develop more, again, get help. We're not meant to do this alone. I, I have so much help at my disposal that uh, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, I have a one-on-one coach. I'm in a mastermind. I have my podcasting team. I have my own healers. I have beautiful groups of soul sisters who help guide me. We are meant to do this with each other. So let yourself do it. Now, another lesson that I've learned over the past year is to really let go of expectations. And one of the, the, the main things that I mean around that is I kept trying to almost like force manifest things. So I'm sure if you've done any entrepreneurial work, you've heard of ideal client avatars. You've probably written out who your ideal client is, who you want to work with, how you want to feel, and all of these different things. Maybe you narrowed it down to, I want to work with women, or I want to work with men, or I want to work with entrepreneurs, or, or whatever it is. And you know, ironically for me, and this is not, this is not the way for everyone, but for me, everything that I wanted to feel and the qualities in people that I wanted to work with all lined up, but anything else did not. If you had asked me if I was going to be doing healings on animals, I definitely would have said no. That's, that's not what I'm called to do, but I ended up doing it because that's where spirit led me. And then that led me to doing even more healings on people. And, you know, all of the incredible clients I've worked with, they wouldn't have fit into my ideal client avatar. I held these expectations and it's like I was blocking, blocking people from coming to me. And as soon as I just started letting go of that, and just allowing what needed to come in, come in, that's when my business really, really took off and changed. So sometimes you just have to, you have to follow your soul and it may not always make sense. I did not 
think that one of my paying clients would be a cat. Now, I mean, technically, it was a person. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was for a cat. I did, not, I did not ever think that that would happen. But that opened up doors. That opened me up on an energetic level to serve in a different way. And had I not followed that intuitive hit that I got to, because I was, I was doing this on my own pets, these healings, but had I not followed that intuitive hit to say, yes, I can offer this. Yes, I can, I can do this. Yes, I'm, I'm willing to help heal animals and, and do these things. Even though it felt weird to me, even though I didn't think that that's where my path was meant to go, it opened me up because I followed that intuitive hit. Had I not followed it, I don't know. I mean, the universe would have likely sent something else to me, but I'm grateful for the way that I learned these lessons and opened things up. So oftentimes, life doesn't happen the way that we expect it to. And I mean, that seems like regular silly advice, like, oh, well, life's never what we expect it to be. But at the same time, when you're, when you're manifesting and you're setting goals and you're doing all these things, you want to hit them. And that's completely understandable. But sometimes it doesn't happen in the way that we think it's going to. And we really have to focus on releasing the how. Releasing how where we might receive clients, how we might receive a relationship, how we might heal ourselves, who we might be working with. Maybe you've been following somebody else's podcast for a long time and you really wanted to work with them. And then all of a sudden you're guided in a different direction. Maybe you ended up here and you're like, oh, you know what? I was following this person for so long and somehow I connected here with, with Anastasia and, oh, this is who I'm meant to work with because you outgrew the other person. The how doesn't matter. And that's something that we need to really focus on releasing is the how. Because oh, honestly, the universe is so intelligent. It's just such an incredible energy and when we allow ourselves to release the how of things, we open ourselves up to possibility. Because when we, when we focus on how it's going to happen, so maybe you want to call in an extra $10,000 this year. If you think you can only do it through your job, chances are you're going to really limit yourself and you may not receive it because you're focusing only on the one way, but the universe might have a different way that it's going to bring that to you. But if we can let go of the how things are going to happen, we can actually allow them to happen. And, you know, when, whenever I focus on goal setting, manifesting, anything like that, what I, what I do is I set intentions and I, I do get clear around what I want. And I also say this or better. I'm not going to hold on to what I think I want because then I'm working within my conscious mind. And yes, I'm bringing my soul into it too, but I'm working within my conscious mind and our conscious minds have limits because of beliefs, because of wounds, because we don't may, may not consciously understand or even be able to comprehend what it might feel like to, to receive an extra $10,000 or to receive a relationship in our lives. We might not on a conscious level be able to understand that. But when we can surrender to spirit, that allows us to forget about the how it's going to happen. And it allows us to just follow intuitive hits. We might, you know, if you're, if you're looking for a relationship, you might feel like, oh, you know, I feel like I should download this app. I've been feeling, I've been getting like ads for it and never aligned before, but today something's telling me to just do it. So you download an app or maybe you're out and you just get this intuitive hit. Like, mm, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm meant to say something to this person and, and just say hi. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. So, so you do it. And maybe that's how your relationship comes to be. But you won't, you won't know. 
You won't know exactly how something's going to come to fruition. You just have to trust that it will and allow yourself to be open to receive it and be, allow yourself to be open to receiving the guidance for it. You know, in order for us to manifest things in our life, whether it's money, opportunities, clients, relationships, whatever it is, in order for us to manifest things in our lives, we do have to take aligned action. You can't just sit there and say, I want to have this big house with all of these things and I'm just going to manifest this and trust the universe is going to give it to me. And then you just sit there and, and do nothing and wait. That's not how it works. You have to take action. Doesn't mean you have to hustle and burn yourself out, but you have to take action in some way. Because if you just sit back and say, all right, bring it to me, universe. You're saying, I'm not willing to walk in the direction of this. I expect you to do all the work and I'm just going to sit here. I'm not going to heal. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to wait for it to come. And when you have that type of energy, the universe is like, okay, you're going to wait for it to come. Well, you're going to wait forever because you're in the energy of waiting. Whereas when you take aligned action and that can be big things and it can be little things. It might be reading a book. It might be listening to a podcast. It might be talking to people about maybe a new business idea. Whatever those aligned actions are, if you take them, then your energy is saying to the universe, yeah, I'm growing, I'm open, I'm ready to start receiving these beautiful gifts that I'm wanting. Look at how I'm stepping into alignment with it. Look at how I'm opening myself up to receive those things. So again, you're not, you're not going to go hustle and burn yourself out and bang your head against a wall. That's not, that's not what aligned action is. Aligned action is small steps that move you forward in alignment with your soul. They're small steps that expand you, that help you heal, that help you come back to your most whole spiritual form. And, you know, remember that when we're on this journey of life, the goal is to come into love. The goal is to come into wholeness. And that doesn't mean that as we're on our journey that we are broken. It just means that there, we may be disconnected. You know, when we are born, we are born in this physical body and our souls are at their, at their purest, not because they haven't sinned or anything like that, but they're at their purest because when you are that young, when you're that new in this earth plane, you haven't been told limiting beliefs yet. You haven't been taught things. You haven't been shown what apparently is not possible there's nothing holding you back. And as we grow, we slowly disconnect from our souls, the majority of us. And we're, we're shown what earth's parameters are, even though they are not true. We, we keep being put into a box and into box after box until we feel like we are very limited versus limitless. And then as we go on our spiritual journey, our spiritual awakening, we are journeying back to that feeling of limitless, to that feeling of possibility, to that feeling of pure spirit. We are meant to be living in that energy versus the energy of struggle and limits and wounds and traumas. And this doesn't mean that we won't have lessons. Of course, we, of course we will. We'll always have lessons to learn. And, and there will be maybe hardships and struggles in our life, but that's part of the human experience. But the more connected we are with our soul, the more that those, those struggles, those lessons are not things that take us out and, and wound us more. They're things that help us grow and understand on a deeper level. 
They're helping us learn so that we can in turn help more people. So you have to allow yourself to be open to do that. You have to allow yourself to be open to experience life, to change, to grow, to heal. You have to allow yourself to take that aligned action. If you just want to sit on your couch for the rest of your life and not, not change and expect things to come to you, they won't. Now, I mean, we are very powerful, so you might get the odd thing, but it won't be, it won't be what you're meant to fully receive because you won't be living your full life. You'd be like Lord Voldemort when he drank the unicorn blood, or you're living a half-life, a cursed life, except you won't be cursed, but you won't be living to your fullest potential. So you have to take the action. You have to connect with people. You have to get help. You have to help others. And remember that this looks different for everyone. We do not all have to be coaches. We do not all have to sell product. We do not all have to be entrepreneurs. We do not all, not all have to be spiritual in the same way. We can be different. And that's beautiful. We all need our unique individual gifts. And remember, at the, at the core level of it all, your energy is your greatest gift. And this is something that I've had to learn over the past several years, but it, even especially this year where I was stretched into things that Honestly, I didn't feel ready for, you know, even, even the mastermind coaching program that I am in, the, it's filled with incredible women. And a lot of the women in there are far more successful in business than I am monetary wise. They've had more experience. They've been doing it longer. We're in the same program. And I came into that and I felt like how on earth can I show up and serve in this group where I feel like I'm inferior. And I had to really let go of that because I wasn't inferior. They weren't really further ahead. We were just different. We had different gifts. I got to learn from them. They got to learn from me. But I, once I let go of that feeling of being inferior, of being not enough, of not having anything to give. And I just gave my energy, my heart to it. That made an impact that helped them. And that opened my gifts even more. So even if you feel like you have nothing else to bring to the table, because you're still learning things, you have your energy, you have your heart. And that is the greatest gift of all. So bring that to the table. Bring that to the table. This has been such an incredible journey. Really, truly, it has. And I am so grateful for you, for sticking with me, for learning from me, for guiding me, for your love and your support. You are all amazing. And I'm, I'm just so grateful for you. I love you so much. Thank you for being on this journey with me for this first year. I'm so looking forward to this next year with all of you. As always, please keep giving me your feedback. 
Keep letting me know what your takeaways are, what you want to see on the podcast. And if you haven't yet, I would so appreciate it if you could go over onto iTunes and leave a review and a rating so that I can be seen by more people, so that I can help more people just like you. And if you can't go onto iTunes, then just share the podcast. Tag me in it, share it. Let people know how it's helped you and impacted your life. And let me know. I want to know what your biggest takeaways over the episodes have been. And remember that over the next little bit here, I am running a contest to celebrate the one year of podcasting. I really want to give back. So make sure to connect with me over on Instagram or Facebook or through my email, admin at anastasiaburtnick.com. And let's do this. Let's continue into year two. Let's get her done. Let's change lives together and Let's see you grow and flourish in the way that you were meant to. I love you so much. You have an amazing rest of your day. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.